Stan, Ollie, and the fifth metatarsal. Stan limps over and opens the door. He sees his neighbor Ollie standing there, looking sheepish. Stan says, What's up, Ollie? Your dog run away again? Stan's dog and Ollie's dog are best pals. Girlfriend and boyfriend. Ethel and Fred. They play together in the backyard. Ollie and Stan's wife, Patty, frequently take the dogs for long walks in the hills. Stan used to go on these walks also, before he broke the fifth metatarsal in his left foot, playing basketball in the over-40 league. No, says Ollie, Fred's back home. Okay, so what's up? Well, says Ollie. Stan and Ollie are not friends. They're friendly, but not really friends. Neighbors, you know, acquaintances. They could probably be friends if they put some effort into it. But Stan's too busy. Three kids, two businesses, coaching rec hoops, on a gimp foot, the planning board. Hell, he and Ollie have never even had a beer together on the back patio on an early summer evening with the heat high and the sun filtering through the sugar maples. Ollie's divorced. Two grown kids who live out of state. He lives alone with Fred. Watches a lot of old movies, romantic comedies mostly. Annie Hall, The Apartment, Moonstruck, His Girl Friday. Ollie drives his little Swedish station wagon back and forth to the office where he estimates the costs of home renovations for a small construction company. Ollie, Stan often says to his wife Patty, is the perfect neighbor, quiet, respectful, always willing to lend a hand or a tool. You okay? asks Stan. Stan doesn't really want to ask this. He wants to say adios and get back to the speech he's writing for the championship dinner tomorrow night. But hell, Ollie's looking like a real hangdog, like maybe Fred's sick, or he's lost his job or something. Yeah, yeah, sure, says Ollie, tall and thin and a little stooped, an awfully shy, a regular guy, a nice guy, excruciatingly polite, a natural devotee of the be kind movement. I'm okay. I'm good. Hey, happy to hear, says Stan. Stan wishes the damn phone would ring or the kids would start fighting or bleeding from the nose. Anything so he could say, hey, Ollie, sorry, buddy, but duty calls. Gotta go. But the phone never rings anymore. People text. They don't talk. And the kids aren't home. Out with mom. Half an hour ago, out of the blue, Patty rounded them up and herded them into the minivan. Where are you going? He asked. The market. What market? He didn't hear the answer. Or maybe she didn't give an answer. Stan and Patty don't exactly communicate like Ozzie and Harriet. Stan almost sighs, and then he says, Uh, you know, you want to come in? Ollie has never been in the house before. Not even that time when he showed up during the deluge looking for Fred. He just stood out there on the back stoop, wetter than Noah after climbing aboard the ark. I, sure, says Ollie. Okay, I, I could, but although maybe we could, you know, talk out here. Talk about what, Ollie? Well, you see, that's the thing, Stan. What's the thing, Ollie? 
Stan's dog, Ethel, strolls into the room and over to the back door in all her canine glory. A well-spoiled hound with infinite aplume, she allows the two men to lavish attention on her ears, neck, and back before sliding through the door, descending the steps, and finding a nice sunny spot on the warm grass. Stan always says, Ethel, like his wife and girls, descends from royalty. Some dog, says Ollie. A regular princess, says Stan. Keeps Fred in his place, says Ollie. Broads, says Stan, just because he feels like it. Can't live with him, can't live without him. The fairer sex, says Ollie. We should keep them on a pedestal. This, despite his wife, well, his ex-wife, dumping him for the a-hole who drives the truck for animal control. Stan laughs. You think? Ollie shrugs. I often find the fairer sex, says Stan, losing patience now and all but done with this visit. Powerful pains in the ass. Ollie laughs, but not really. Well, maybe that's the problem, Stan. What's the problem, Ollie? That, that you, well, that we don't put women on a pedestal. This time, Stan does sigh. And then he asks, Hey, uh, Ollie, exactly, buddy. What's on your mind here? Well, Stan, I guess the answer to that would be, would have to be Patty. Patty? Patricia. Once, when Stan was younger and more volatile, he got into a fight in some dive bar over a girl, someone else's girl, and in the heat of battle, his nemesis slipped the blade of a steak knife into Stan's six-pack. The memory of that blade slicing through his flesh and opening up his gut makes a powerful return when Ollie pronounces his wife's given name. Patricia? As in my wife, Patty? Yes, of course. They haven't really been getting along. Not for months, years even. Marriage, some institution. Oh, hell, they're civil most of the time. But at the slightest provocation, their words can turn hostile faster than an Aroldus Chapman fastball. Especially since he broke his fifth metatarsal. Stan thinks Patty could be just a wee bit more empathetic. But hell no, not Patty. She's like, I told you not to play in that stupid basketball league. You're too old. Too old, my ass. They still have sex, but it's usually brief and most of the time blunt. The destination, the only real goal, to hell with the journey. But all that jaded jive aside, the bottom line is this. She's his and he's hers. Ornery and messy and as unforgiving as low back pain. Wedded, as in joined at the hip, kids, mortgage, taxes, in-laws, his fault, her fault, migraines, broken bones, the whole ripe, rotten banana. Yeah, Ollie, okay. So what about Patricia? Well, well, you see, Stan. Uh, no, Ollie, I don't see. Well, Patricia and I, we've been, you know, walking a lot with the dogs in the hills. Oh, good Christ. Well, Entirely unexpected, okay, but something has, something has transpired between us. Transpired, Ollie? Yes, says Ollie. I think that's a good word for it. You do, huh? I, I, I do. And so, well, 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 there it is. I said it. 
Well, damn straight, Ollie, says Stan. You said it. You said it all right. It, it, it needed to be said, Stan. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry, but it did. It, it needed to be said. Hey, listen, Ollie, are you fucking my wife? God, no. Well, what then? We, we, I, it's, I don't know, Stan. Patricia and I, we have this, this connection. Would you please stop calling her Patricia? Well, yes, I, I, but I think, I think she's, she likes it when, does Patty know you're even here? Does Patty know you're here? Actually, well, she thought, Ollie, listen to me. Listen to me, buddy. Before I smash you in the face and knee you in the balls, answer the goddamn question. Does Patty know you're here? Well, I guess the answer to that would be would be would have to be no. But but what, Ollie? The connection, Stan. We've made this connection. Stan sighs. Again, second time in the same day. A world record. In a nanosecond, Stan thinks about all the hassles and all the stresses in his life that could be instantly eliminated if Patty abandoned him and moved in with this dick. It would be like the greatest Christmas gift of all time, like winning the million-dollar lottery, like an all-expense-paid trip to Bangkok and its dens of wild whorehouses. Of course, after a week without her, He'd be the most miserable, downtrodden, hangdog this side of the Mississippi. Ah, Ollie, he says, embracing his quiet neighbor, this kind, delusional, lonely, big-hearted, divorced American male. If only it were so simple. <laughs>